What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to this week's episode of Outside the Arena. I'm Griffin Senek, joined alongside my co-host, Devin Bernstein. And uh, we got an NFL-themed episode for you today. Not really much else going on in the world of sports, so we're going to keep things all in the NFL. And, I mean, let's just dive right in, Dev. Some really big storylines coming out today. Um, obviously, last night, Ravens, Bengals. Ravens defeated the Bengals 34-20, but... Um, we had two season-ending injuries, on one on both sides. Obviously, Joe Burrow out with a wrist injury for the rest of the season. That's going to be the focus. But uh, Mark Andrews, who we'll touch on, also going to be out for the season with, a, I think it's like a fractured fibula or, and then like some there's some ligament damage. He really messed up his ankle. Um, so prayers out to both those guys. But obviously, the story of, the, the story of this one is Joe Burrow. So, Dev, your thoughts on uh, on the Burrow injury and kind of the Bengals' outlook the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, I'll start with the Bengals just because it's pretty simple. Um, Their season is over. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know. I mean, we, like, kind of did this with the Jets, but, like, they don't really – like, they can compete maybe, but, like, in this AFC North, they're not going to be able to win enough games. <laughs> to, like, I guess – they're 5-5. Five and five. I guess they could maybe go 9-8. and eight, But whatever. I mean, obviously, this is brutal. Burrow was, like, starting to – play super well again and like even in the short <clears throat> stuff we saw from him last night he looked like you know much better than he did the first time against his Ravens defense um and I just think it's like this probably I don't know T Higgins situation is a little bit up in the air now like you have to wonder do they wish they traded him obviously they had no idea their season would basically be ended but if they did know that a few weeks ago or burrow got hurt a few weeks ago like would you have traded a t higgins who you're maybe not going to be able to afford to bring back this offseason so that's just something i was thinking about because yeah he doesn't have the fifth year option i don't yeah he was a second second yeah Yeah, so that's that's the first thing that came to my mind is i guess this could be good for their draft pick if they want (laughs) to take a receiver to replace t higgins um but And then I guess I'll get into Andrews a little bit like this. This really hurts their offense. He's still their main guy as much as Zay Flowers has been, you know, kind of the piece that's added. You know, it still is Andrews as the number one overall target here. And he's just one of those true difference making tight ends. I mean, like, I think Isaiah likely can play, but I don't think I think he's probably a top 32 tight end. But I I don't think he's going to be anywhere near Mark Andrews. So it's just tough. It's just really tough. Um, They've had a lot of injuries. Like at the beginning of the year, I was almost ready to say like they have too many injuries to overcome and they've completely overcome them. Um, But this one just does feel like it could be like just the, the blow they couldn't take like pause, but that <laughs> just felt like an injury that they, you know, weren't, this this team is just there are certain guys on every team that's just like you're not prepared to lose them and he felt like one of those guys and obviously burrow is the same way you hate to you hate to see it um but what about you what are, you, what are your thoughts on this yeah i mean i think you put it pretty well i mean the burrow injury obviously the Bengals, like you know they are five and five so it's like they could theoretically like you know win some games i mean i haven't looked at their schedule but i'm you know they could win some games and they maybe make a push to the playoffs but i you know, the way the AFC is, it's probably unlikely. Um, like you mentioned, like the T Higgins situation, like he's probably gone at the end of the year, if you had to guess. So it's like this was kind of their their best shot. I mean, not that they're not going to be good next year, but I mean, the T Higgins, not that T Higgins has really done anything this year, but that's also part of the reason why they've been, you know, five and five. Like they haven't gotten that production out of him. He's been hurt. Burrow hasn't played well. Like it just never clicked for the Bengals this year. And um, obviously devastating injury that – uh you know, with Burrow now, it's his second kind of major injury that's knocked him out for a season. And what is this? His fifth season now, I guess. Fourth. This fifth. Is fourth. He had the did he tear his ACL year one? Yeah, he did. Right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, his second season-ending injury in four years. I mean, that's not a a great trajectory. Trajectory, obviously. I mean, kind of a just like a one you can't really control. I guess I don't know, but um, so they're screwed. And then the Ravens. I mean. As a Mark Andrews fantasy owner, I'm devastated. But, um, yeah, it, it's tough. Um, you know, 
it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, this offense, like you said, like that it runs through Andrews. He's kind of just that safety blanket for Lamar, which is going to change. Obviously, um, OBJ has kind of started to play a little bit better. Um, you know, he's maybe started to kick it in gear a little bit, which if he could, you know, he's going to need to kind of improve and, uh, you know, be a number two option on that offense because right now outside of, uh, Zay Flowers, you know, he's the next guy up except for the Gus bus, of course, who, uh, gets a gazillion touchdowns, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, their defense is still so good that, you know, I think Lamar can get it done with the weapons they have. Do I think, you know, they can go out and win the Super Bowl. I don't know. I I don't know if I'm – I don't think that they're probably good enough to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if they were good enough with Andrews, but I think this kind of also just really knocks down the offense. But, um, yeah, I mean, the game itself, like, I feel like there's not even really much to talk about. Like, the Ravens were kind of just in control the whole time, and obviously once Burrow was out, then, you know, this was a not, not competitive game. But, um, you know, the Ravens are 8-3, obviously a crazy loss to the Browns last week, which we'll touch on the Browns next. But um, – yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're still a good team. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how things go the next few weeks without Andrews for sure, though. Yeah, any thoughts on, like, the hip drop tackle? Have you heard? Like, Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I don't think, you know, I don't think Logan Wilson. Obviously, it's, like, currently a legal tackle. I know that there's some stuff about, you know, the NFL banning it. And I guess, I mean, I, I see the risk with it. And, uh, you know, I understand why they might want to ban it. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, man. Like it's football. Like shit like this is going to happen. Like you sign the, when you sign up for it, like, you know, you're putting your body at risk. So it's like all this limiting. I mean, I'm not trying to be like, yeah, let's just like kill everyone and like, just beat the shit out of everyone out there. But like, I don't know. I think some of this stuff, like the roughing the passer calls that have kind of come into fruition the last few years, like some of this stuff is just like, all right, like it's making it more about the reps and not about like, all right, let's play some football here. Um, So I don't know. I, I don't know. I personally, it's obviously da- dangerous and obviously caused the injury, but I don't know. I don't think the NFL should just be going around banning like every little thing within the game. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, no, that's that's exactly where I stand. Like, I guess I'd get it if they did ban it. And it may be the most dangerous type of tackle. But at what point, like, what can defenders do? Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, just getting... just not going to supposed to tackle them. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like. I, I generally I'm I'm not like you said, like I'm not the type of guy that's like I want all this violence and like, you know, injuries are just a part of the game and there's nothing we can do about that. But like in this case, like it doesn't feel like a dirty play. It doesn't feel like it just feels like a way to tackle someone that might be more violent than other tackles. But if if it's a guy's best option defensively, I feel like that's too big of a part of the game to just like remove or penalize, especially. Um, So yeah, you want, you want to go into Browns? Yeah, go ahead. You can uh, intro it up. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so we have Browns Steelers this week, obviously the big story, like we said, like is Deshaun is going to be out for the year and we've kind of ripped on Deshaun. I have like, (laughs) He hasn't played great, but he certainly is better than PJ Walker and Dorian Thompson Robinson, especially Dorian Thompson Robinson, who they're starting. And I don't get that, first of all. Like PJ Walker did seem like a solid backup. Like I heard like a lot of people have been like, well, he didn't know he was going to be starting and it was the Ravens defense, which is fair, um, certainly, but like he didn't look like an NFL quarterback. So we'll see if maybe it does end up being PJ Walker's job, but Outside of that, it's like it seemed like Watson was starting to play well, or at least, like I said, at the level that this team can be really good at if if he's just being solid or competent. Um, and it really sucks to see because this is probably the most dominant defense in the NFL. Yeah. Um, if not, it's top three. And it just it just like it's hard to win a Super Bowl with PJ Walker or just even imagine it or Dorian Thompson Robinson, like I was thinking maybe like a Tannehill gets cut or something. I I don't know. Maybe he requests a release, but it's like, it's also Ryan Tannehill. So (laughs) I don't know. Um, But yeah, besides that, like going into the game here, I just, this is a clear, very low scoring game here. This like, 
the Steelers do give up a decent amount of yards and then kind of are great at holding you to field goals or turning you over, making timely plays, etc. Um, and I just don't feel like the Browns offense is going to be able to like move the ball on them in the first place um, and like yeah. even get field goals necessarily. So I could see this being a like a complete punt fest. I'm going to go with the Steelers because they have some weird magic going on and it seems like every game that they physically can win, they do. But I could really see this going either way. I really wonder what the over-under is in this game. It's got to be at like mid to low 30s, I'd, I'd assume. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting one. Um, I mean, on the Deshaun stuff, obviously, uh, you know, I think my I'm just cursed. I think at the end of the day, um, not shocking, um, just as a fan. But um, yeah, I mean, he was starting to play well. Like that second half, he completed every pass. He threw for like 135 yards on a busted shoulder. So I mean, props to him. He really was getting it going, which I think makes it even worse. I mean, I think the Browns were like five and one in games he started this year, or something around that. Um. So, like, he was getting the job done. And, you know, obviously that contract is ridiculous. And now it's even worse. And they kind of, you know, with the cap hit, they sacrificed a lot for this year specifically. Um, So it's a mess. Um, I do agree with them starting DTR, though. I do disagree with you on that because I think – I do think the the excuses and stuff like that is valid. Like, he genuinely, with that game against Baltimore, like, didn't know he was starting until the day of. He didn't have the week of practice, the week of reps. Whereas this week, you're going to be practicing under center as QB1. You're going to be in the team meetings, leading the offense, kind of, you know, being more prepared. Obviously, it's a tough task still with Pittsburgh, but um, I think he'll be more prepared. I think he got, you know, his first ex- game of experience out of the way, too, which is good at this point. So I-, I do think DTR, not that he's going to be a stud, but I think it's the right move just because with PJ Walker, like, he wasn't even, like, he was fine, but it was like, he really wasn't that good. He turns the ball over. Like, it, I don't know. Like, He's a fine backup, but it's just like with DTR, I think there's a little bit of hope to where like, okay, this could be something. Not saying he's going to be a star, but like, you know, maybe this guy with his legs or just big play, you know, that big play. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Big play. Like he, he kind of has like that ability to kind of give you he's a, a big playmaker. Play, yeah. Yeah. He's a playmaker. Yeah. Um, so I think it's the right move in that regard. And I am going to pick the Browns in this one. I think at home, I think this team's going to be fired up. I think they're going to be playing for something. I think, uh, you know, I do think that goes a long way. I think they're, they're going to be playing for, you know, to prove that, hey, you know, Deshaun may be out, but, you know, we're not going anywhere. That's kind of been the theme of what I've seen this week from them. So I'm going to pick Cleveland. I think, uh, you know, at home for them, I think is big because, you know, this defense is, uh, you know, as good as any, if not the best in the NFL. So um, like you said, it's probably going to be a punt fest, but, I'm excited to see DTR. I do think that, you know, maybe maybe there's something there. And I think this team, if, I mean, if the Browns win this week, I would be shocked if they don't go to the playoffs because yeah. you're 7-3. and three. They've got games against, like, the Broncos, Rams, and Bears left. Like, I think the Browns, if they win this week, I think whoever wins this week's in the playoffs for sure. Um, and the other team, obviously, is still going to be right there. So um, I'm going to go with the Browns this week. But, yeah, very, uh, very devastating for – both these AFC North teams. I mean, it's pretty crazy the amount of uh, QBs that have now been declared out for the season. It's it's it sucks for sure. Yeah, moving along, Raiders, Dolphins. Um, yeah, I mean, Maybe they're bringing us victory cigars week three in a row. I, I'm yeah, I'm, I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first of all, Devontae Adams looks like so much infinitely happier now that Josh yeah. McDaniels, they all just seem to like be so happy that McDaniels is gone. Like, so that does seem to have some impact on teams, especially in like a short term type sense. And yeah. the Raiders have really weirdly good in- interim coach history, but yeah. Dolphins offense is built to design not great defenses like this, especially in the secondary and they're coming off a buy. They're coming off a loss, you know, before the buy. So I just think this has Dolphins boat race all over it. But yeah, don't count Miami. out the Raiders, man. Miami's gonna smoke them. I mean, that's that's the prediction. Um, I, you know, I I like the vibe with the Raiders right now. I think it's fun. Max Crosby's blown out. They're smoking the uh the victory cigars. And, uh, you know, it's it's fun and all. But, yeah, this is a, a Miami Dolphins victory uh, for sure. 
Uh, moving along, uh, Bears at Lions. Uh, Justin Fields, I think, is back this week, which is great for the Bears because, uh, you know, Tyson Bajan, we saw saw what it was. Um, you know, I guess he picked up two wins, right? Or just the one, two so. wins, yeah. Yeah, because they beat the uh, the Panthers last week on the Thursday night, I guess. Um, but Justin Fields is back. That's good for uh, you DJ Moore fantasy owners out there. Um, you know, excited to see him. It feels like at this point, the way things are going, that you know, this could be it for him in Chicago, which sucks. I still think, you know, he's such a talent and, and can be something. But regardless, I'm going to pick the Lions in this one. Um, I mean, that two-headed monster of Gibbs and Montgomery is just something special right now. And Amon Ra is playing great. Defenses, you know, didn't have their best week last week, but uh, it's been pretty solid throughout the year. So um, I'm going to go with the Lions, who are 7-2 and two right now. I mean, they are – what a fucking turnaround for that franchise. I mean, it's it's been awesome to see. A lot of fun personalities. And uh, shout-out Jerry Goff, man. It's, it's you know, I think – you know, a lot of people counted him out and, you know, look at him now. He's in line for a huge extension. So good for him. Yeah, absolutely. And like you look at this Lions schedule, I don't remember exactly every game, but I think they play the Cowboys on Christmas and that kind of feels like their next losable game. So, yeah, yeah, they play their schedules. Oh, my God. Packers, Lions, Bear, not Lions, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings is with Joshy Dobbs Vikings, could get yeah. it done. And that's on uh the twenty is the twenty fourth Christmas or is that no twenty fourth Christmas? Right. Yeah. So uh they play the, the Cowboys on uh the thirtieth. So not even oh. I guess it's just some random day. I don't know. That's that's so weird that okay. Yeah, the schedule <laughs> Christmas time in the NFL is always interesting. But yeah. Uh, back to the Lions, like you said, the the two had a monster in the backfield. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is just a beast, like probably a top 10 receiver at this point, which kind of feels crazy to say for like a fifth round pick. Um, yeah. I mean, we see that happen a lot with receivers, but it's just he's so, so good at what he does. He he has a lot of like Cooper Cup to him. He's also one of those guys where it's like he's not that fast, but he always just seems to be like a step faster than the guy who's chasing him. Same yeah. thing with Mahomes. I, Mahomes isn't fast, but then whenever someone's chasing after him, he's just a little faster than him. Um, But, but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm expecting the Lions to kind of put up a lot of points here. Maybe the Bears offense looks kind of good, but I doubt it to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're getting fields back, which is good. And these are like kind of the most important weeks of his career so far. Yeah. So um that'll be interesting to watch just in terms of like even though the Bears season is probably over or definitely over, like like they do have something to be playing for, which is is their quarterback gonna be their quarterback in the future? Um yeah. but I'm going with the Lions. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting. I mean, Fields before two games prior to the injury, I mean, he had both that he had four touchdowns in both those games. So I mean he was balling out before. Um, you know, hopefully we see some more of that. But moving along to uh heading down south, Titans at Jaguars. Man, the Jaguars got destroyed last week. Trevor Lawrence, I think, had three turnovers in this one. Um, which I, I've got a little take on Trevor Lawrence um, in the AFC South. I honestly believe that CJ Stroud is better than Trevor Lawrence is right now. And, you know, it might be a hot take. It might not be. Maybe I'm just buying in too much. But I don't know. I really I, – I feel like I talk about it every week. I'm probably the biggest Trevor – one of the biggest Trevor Lawrence haters out there. I don't know why. I just – I think it goes back to my debates with uh, our good friend Charlie back in, in the dial over Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. So, um I, he's not he just does not impress me this year I don't know maybe I'm just a hater Trevor Lawrence really hasn't hasn't done it for me this year I mean I know the stats aren't the whole story but you know it's just 89 QB rating like I don't know man it's not not anything great I do think they'll win this week I mean I'm getting far away from the game I think they'll beat the Titans um you know Will Levis obviously had the great first game since then it's been you know not great um but uh, you know, it's good to see him out there at least getting some experience. And I do think the Jags bounce back win this week. Um, you know, Lawrence maybe has a strong week here. ETN finds the end zone once or twice. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's just something I was kind of thinking of this week. And I was like, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm buying into the hype a little too much. But CJ Stroud to me is just 
I don't know. Trevor Lawrence, to me, has taken a step back this year from what I was expecting, at least. I mean, I think he only has like nine passing touchdowns, which is yeah. not very good. That's uh, He's down there with Zach Wilson almost, which is yeah. not good. Yeah, no, I, I'm also going to take the Jaguars, but I, I agree with everything you said. Like, I've been a big fan of Trevor Lawrence, but it's kind of almost getting to put up or shut up time and not in terms of like, like, I think we know he's at least like the 14th to 18th best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Like, he's definitely like a starter and probably at least in like the, you know, solid to good range. But like you said, like his stats aren't great and stats aren't necessarily everything. But what about his situation is like holding him back? Like, yeah, this is pretty good. Like, it, it'd be one thing if, you know, like, like you look at field stats or, 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 you know, certain guys on offenses that just aren't good. And you can, you can make the argument like, like Pickett. Pickett doesn't have a good situation around him. His stats are horrible, but we all know he's not necessarily horrible. Like, yeah. but with Lawrence, I think they have the weapons, so I, I don't really, I don't know. I've just, I've been left a bit disappointed by Lawrence too this season. I've probably like been a bigger fan of him, but right now, like I'm certainly taking Stroud over him. I mean, Stroud has way better stats and a way worse situation when you look at the playmakers. Um, so I'm, I'm still going with the Jacks here, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not like it's, it's kind of a a panicky six and three, if it makes sense, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, another one of two of the worst coach defensive teams, like in the league is the chargers and Packers here. Um, the chargers, they can't stop anyone. They, they just, <laughs> their only hope is that Herbert has a great day. Well, they stopped the jets a little bit, but that's not safe. anyone can stop. Yeah, anyone can yeah. stop the jets. <laughs> they go backwards more than forwards on offense at this yep. point. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, but at the same time, the Chargers offense is still like pretty solid. I think Keenan Allen will probably end up playing this week, even though he's been yeah. limited in practice. Um, started like Eckler starting to get his rhythm back. I, I just, the, the Packers still suck in my opinion, like yeah. until further notice. So I'm going with the Chargers. Here. Yeah. I'm going with the Chargers too. Um, I mean, you put it pretty well. The Packers suck. I mean, Aaron Jones started to get the ball a little more, but it almost doesn't matter at this point just because this offense is so bad. Jordan Love's not very good. Their defense isn't as good as past years. So, yeah, I'll go with the Chargers who, you know, offensively they're a great team. Defensively, you know, they get some sacks, but they also give up, you know, 30, 40 points a game. So, uh, not great. Uh, You know, what's their – are they, what, four and five? Yeah, four and five. five, Yeah. And, I mean, it's just – they have some winnable games on there. I mean, they have the Broncos twice. So they got the Pats, the Packers this week, the Raiders, um, the bills kind of suck and the bills they got on there, but um, I don't know. They probably won't make the playoffs. What a, they, I mean, Brandon Staley needs to get fired. He's just needs to go. And maybe I do that'll, have a, I do have a weird feeling with that schedule that they're going to find their way into the playoffs and then not fire Brandon Staley, which would of course be the worst thing for them. Yeah, um, I feel like they know he's got to go regardless, so I don't know. I I think I might have said this earlier, but, like, I heard, like, I was watching some podcasts where, like, this guy who knows a lot about the Chargers is very connected, said that there's, like, no consider, like, they haven't even, like, thought about the idea that Staley might not be their future coach. So, like, I don't know where they are because he's got, I mean, in this era, you know how like they 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 must know that everyone thinks he's a horrible coach because like yeah, everyone does. So I think that <laughs> probably does have some effect if everyone's just like you got to fire this guy. But ultimately, they don't seem super ready for that. But yeah, the Chargers are yeah their defense is really it's a mess. So no bueno, no bueno. But um. Moving along to the man of the hour, C.J. Stroud, Texans at Cardinals. Uh, he did it again. I mean, he wins another close one. He beats the Bengals, game-winning drive. You know, he passes for 356 yards. He did have three turnovers in this game, which I do feel like went untalked about. Yeah. Um, like, everyone was like, oh, my God, he does it again. Like, greatest quarterback ever. And I'm like, you know, as much as I love C.J. Stroud, he did turn the ball over three times, which is not good. Um, you literally couldn't even, like, because I was starting him in a fantasy league and I go and check his points like periodically because I wasn't able to watch. And it's like, he just keeps going down and I'm like, what the hell? Like 
and it's like, oh, fumble lost. But I go on Twitter, and it's like nowhere to be found. Like they're like they hide. They I, I've never seen any play or series hidden as much as the CJ Stroud fumbles were. I mean, you couldn't find it. one of them was bullshit. The one where he was throwing forward, and that was not a fumble. But yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty funny. But um, regardless, I mean, Noah Brown is is going crazy. Dalton Schultz. I mean, they got like the rejects from the Cowboys, and they're just yeah. going off. And obviously, yeah. Tank Dell. Um, I guess Nico Collins is playing this week. No Brown isn't, so they cycled back there. I don't know. Regardless, I'm picking them. Uh, Cardinals did win last week with Kyler, so um, you know they're probably going to be a little more. I don't think they're still good, but more competitive than they were. Um, just because Kyler, you know, he gets a lot of hate, but Kyler, you know, when Kyler's at his best, you know, he's a tough person to game plan for for sure. So. Um, I think it'll be a good game. I do give the edge to the Texans, who are going to be six and four. I mean, this Houston Texans team might make the playoffs, Dev. It's pretty, pretty nuts. I mean, CJ Stroud, you, you know, if they make the playoffs, he should be the MVP of the National Football League, in my opinion, if they make the playoffs. I think D'Amico Ryan should have coach of the year locked up, obviously, if that happens too, and maybe even if they miss by like a game or two. But um, heck of a job, man, from uh, D'Amico Ryan's. And yeah, CJ Stroud is a. Uh, falling out it's good to see for sure yeah um i think the kyler thing is kind of interesting because we like obviously cliff kingsbury wasn't the best coach we all know that but at the same time cliff kingsbury did encourage murray to play to his strengths which was obviously the playmaking and the out of structure scrambling type stuff and a lot of qp run game as well so i think it'll be interesting now that he's in more of like a normal offense to see if he actually really can throw over the middle of the field. And, you know, he can read a defense like one of these elite quarterbacks in a way that he didn't show with Kingsbury, but he also wasn't really asked to do. They also didn't have the best offensive game plan in terms of, it was a lot of just like really simple concepts, like stuff like, like, you know, just like four curl routes. Like you can't be running that. <laughs> like that's pretty stupid, but I won't get too, too far into the X's and O's, especially because I'm picking the Texans. But like you said, like, especially now it looks like they're going to make the playoffs because like the AFC East kind of looks like a one, one team division. The AFC North probably will be three would be my guess, but then it's, it's yeah. looking like, you know, there's going to be one more wild card spot or they could win the division to be honest. So they already beat the Jags in Jacksonville. They might win the game season. next week. Yeah. Their wow. schedule is easy. I mean, it's Cardinals. The Jags is a huge game next week. Then they play the Broncos, the Jets, the Titans, the Browns, the Titans, the Colts. <laughs> okay. So they're winning the division, I think. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. That's insane. I mean, what the Eagles would do. I mean, obviously, they, there are a lot of reasons for the schedule being that way, but which are fair. But, you know, the Eagles, you look at their schedule the next few games, it's <laughs> nothing. It's unreal compared to this. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Stroud, Stroud's got to be in the MVP conversation at this point. Just has to be. And D'Amico Ryans has to be either the favorite or second favorite besides Dan Campbell for Coach of the Year. Like, Yeah, that's guy. true. Like, but in any normal year, it feels like D'Amico Ryans is the easy coach of the year. But yeah. um, that'll be interesting. If I mean, the Lions did have a lot of success last year, so you got to think if the Texans make the playoffs that it's D'Amico. Like it has to be. But what if the they Lions won like, like fourteen and three? I think you still got to go to the Texans. Right? Yeah, I mean, no, you because the Texans won what two games last year? Yeah, something like that. So that'd be like probably like a seven win improvement to yeah. where the Lions would be like a six. I mean, it's like that would be actually the probably closest or toughest coach of the year to like predict in a in a while. I feel like maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just for my, I I think I said I'm picking the Texans, but if I didn't, yeah. I am picking the Texans. Um, moving on to another not so close matchup. We got uh Cowboys Panthers. Um, I don't have too much to say about this. I do feel like this would be the weird Cowboys lose after looking really good week, but I, I still don't see it just because the Panthers no. are so bad. Um, yeah. Their defense is playing a little bit better, I guess, but that's all I have to say. 
Yeah, Dallas is going to win this game. Um, I mean, their offense has been electric. I mean, Dak's been really balling out these last few weeks. Even the Eagles game, he played really well. CD's been going crazy, which is, you know, great for them because he was not getting the ball enough. I mean, we talked about it, I think, how, you know, it's just perplexing when some of these teams don't get their best players the ball. Um, And now CD's, you know, I think just set a a franchise record or something like that, maybe for most 150-yard-plus games in a row. I think it's an NFL Um, record. NFL record is three. I believe so. Or 10 catches, 150 yards. I think he's the only guy. Wow. That's kind of, I mean, I guess that's a lot, but you would think one of these, like a Randy Moss or a Jerry Rice or someone would have hit that. But I guess yeah. that's believable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I mean, there's not really much more to say than that. Um, this next game, Giants Commanders. Quick shout out to Sam Howell, man. I mean, he is a uh, he's legit. I think. I mean, he's playing behind the worst and you know O line in the league. He gets sacked the most, and he's leading the league in yards. He's got eighteen touchdowns. He has thrown ten interceptions, which you know gives you some Jameis vibes. But you know he's doing well with that situation. I think you know I saw something that for the next three years his combined contracts like two and a half million. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe it's four years, five million, something like that. But very. I mean, he was what a fifth round pick or something like that. Like, they 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 are in a good spot. They need to build around this kid now. Obviously, they just kind of tore it down a little bit, um, which I guess makes sense because you know the contract sweat got and like Chase Young wasn't working out there. So a fresh start with some picks might not be a bad idea. But the time is now to build around. You know, you got a young quarterback on a really cheap deal, and you know, is Sam Howell going to be a star? I don't know, but he's balled out this year, and I am going to pick the Commanders here. Um, I mean, the Giants with Tommy DeVito are just not competitive. I mean, oh, man, it Giants got some winnable games on here the rest of the way, but I really do not want to see them get Caleb Williams. Like, ooh, uh, I just cannot. I, I can't have that. But <laughs> and I'm not even in the division. I just I just don't want to see that, man. I don't I don't want to yeah. see that. So, yeah, I pray they win. But I am going to go with the commanders. I think, uh, yeah, the Giants suck. Yeah, I mean. This would be a matchup if even Tyrod Taylor was playing, which kind of speaks to how bad Tommy DeVito is. (laughs) I don't know how he even is in the league, bro. Yeah, I'll say this. I think, I think, I think there's got to be like 70 guys who are better at, no, easily like 100 quarterbacks. Like, I mean, he's horrible. They don't trust him to throw the ball. Like, there's got I, I think Matt Barkley is on their team. He's got to be better. Like honestly, like I don't get it. He's but... 25, bro, just out of college. Also, yeah, like... no, he he did attend Syracuse for a short of he did, yeah. Time, um, yeah, but you know, like I said, this would maybe be a a a, a game you know tough to pick if if one of the quarterbacks was healthy, but they're not. I I just Sam Howell is actually playing well. This might be like one of those low scoring games because the Giants defense isn't horrible, although they did just give up a ton of points to the Cowboys, who, like you said, are playing really well. But um, besides that, I'm going with the commanders here. Um, moving on, we got Bucks 49ers. I'll say this about the 49ers. I was really dumb for expecting them to lose four straight games. I don't know why I thought that would <laughs> did happen. Did you pick the Jags last week? I did pick the Jags. Oh, and God. as soon as the podcast <laughs> ended, I was like, I should have gone with the Niners, right? And then as soon as the game started, I was like, I should have gone with the Niners for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Niners are still really good. I was kind of picking yep. with my heart more than my <laughs> more, more than my head. Um, so yeah, they're gonna win this game probably. The Bucks are are kind of getting cold a little bit. Um, Baker's not been horrible though, so that's kind of interesting. Like, I wonder if they're probably not gonna be bad enough to draft a quarterback, so they'll probably end up bringing him back which seems crazy like i would have guessed before the season that he was definitely headed towards backup territory after this year but good for him he's he's someone i definitely root for but again i i see no way that the niners lose this game what about you yeah i'm gonna pick the niners i mean the like you said like baker's not been terrible i mean i'm looking at the stats now like two thousand yards 14 touchdowns five picks like it's actually been pretty good. I mean, he's got like a 93-7 QB rating, which would be, you know, tied for second best in his career. So he's played well. Um, but, yeah, the Niners are a different beast. I think last week they kind of got back to that. They're starting to get healthy a little bit. Debo's back. Um, you know, you got Kittle in there, obviously, CMC. 
whose touchdown streak was finally broken. I think it was 17 games or eight, 17, I think, right? 17. Um, and they were yeah. so shamelessly trying to get him that touchdown. I know. Crazy. <laughs> but uh, I, you got to feel it would have been an NFL record, right? 18 yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. Damn, bro. That's that sucks to see. But um, even Juszczyk got one. I mean, damn. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they played well. Their defense, um, you know, Chase Young had a half sack. So fun to see him in there with Nick Bosa. Um, their defense is great. I mean, it, yeah, this team obviously went through a bit of a rough patch. Um, you know, kind of showed some concern, kind of, you know, you know, maybe raised some concerns, I think is what I was looking for with Purdy a little bit, you know, that he's not on that, you know, kind of level that's needed to win a Super Bowl. So we'll see how it progresses throughout the year and into the playoffs. But um, yeah, they'll they'll win this game, I think, for sure. Oh, God, the Jets and the Bills. Um, the Buffalo Bills are ass. They are terrible. I, I like this is not a good football team. I love saying it. Um, man, like it, it's crazy. Like, I, I think it's the funniest thing because I, I brought it up every week that Dolphins game. It was, oh my God, the Super Bowl's back on. It, it's going. They're everyone. The Bills are the team. And I'm, I think that's why I hate them. The media has made me hate the Bills because of this stupid narrative that this team is like fucking like from heaven, like that Josh Allen's the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread. Um, and like this dude's throwing a pick and like, he leads the league in like interceptions. Like if you every go back year. every year, it's like Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Like he's actually, he's got a real turnover problem and he's had a bad year for, you know, his standard. Um, I mean, 11 interceptions, it's not good. Um, I do think, I mean, I guess the Jets went in Buffalo. I think the Bills will win. I mean, the Jets suck. This offense is terrible. The O-line's awful. Uh, Zach Wilson's awful. Um, we've gone full circle back to Zach Wilson's awful. Um, but, yeah, this Buffalo team is not good. It, it, it is, you know, you have Trayvon Diggs tweeting. I mean, it's all these, like, the cast of characters in there. Um I think it was funny. Was it last week that, uh, yeah, the the Demar Hamlin comes in for like the defensive snaps on like the last drive, and you're just like, oh my god, like is this a is this script uh, about a come? That would have been, I think, the funniest thing in the entire world if <laughs> Russ threw a game ceiling pick to Demar Hamlin. I mean, that would have been amazing. Um, it would have been – I mean, then the, the real scripted narrative would have gone wild. I was um, going to say, like, the NFL might have scripted it so that that didn't happen, so people didn't think the NFL was scripted. Because if that did happen, like, I don't think anyone would – like, I think it would be a bad week for the NFL. And with Russ in there, it's like, could it? Russ, Russ had a decent game, but regardless, yeah. um, we're talking about the Bills and the Jets. But, yeah, the Bills are uh, – man, it, it – Super Bowl window, I think, is closed. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I can very well see Diggs tr- forcing himself off this team in the offseason. He's kind of a diva, Loki, but like, I feel like every, every time he doesn't have like eight catches for like 120 yards and a touchdown, there's like someone is complaining, whether it's him, his brother, like, there's just something. Um, I don't know. It's super interesting. I think, you know, I feel like it's like never doubt Josh Allen, but it's like also like, kind of the, the like i don't know I, he hasn't proved he can get it done i don't know maybe i'm a bills hater i am picking the bills in this one though i know i've gone on a tangent so i'm gonna stop there and let you talk no oh, I, I like you you keep kind of anointing yourself as a hater of these things but as as i'm someone who's been a big fan of josh allen and trevor lawrence but you know especially josh allen like i'm starting to i'm starting to not believe in josh allen so, <laughs> like like you it's said weird. he has a he has a turnover problem. Like when you turn the ball over three times a game, like four or five times a year, it just becomes too consistent of an issue to for any amount of good play to get over really. Like you just can't single-handedly lose your team that many games. So like that's, that's the issue. And the defense is playing well and I'm going to pick them. And every team we're, every team we're roasting, we're picking pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But 
Um, so I guess we're kind of like reverse jinxing ourselves. So maybe maybe we'll actually get some picks right this week. But, <laughs> um, yeah, the Jets are really bad. And then it also conversely does feel like Zach Wilson would now start to play well because yeah. everyone is now saying he sucks officially. We're back again. in that cycle where we were at the Chiefs game. Yeah, so it go. feels like maybe we're in Chiefs game territory, but I'm still I'm not gonna pick that to happen, um, for sure. And I do think the Bills are still better on both sides of the ball. Well, not defense, but they're better. Yeah. They're more they have competent guys on both they sides. They actually have an offense, is what they actually have an NFL offense, whether yes. you know they turn it over, but they can score. Um yes. so I will go with the Bills here. That um, game also, I mean, we forgot to met real quick. The, the yeah, ending ahead, where they missed the field goal and 12 guys are on. I mean, the, the Broncos are like, dude, twice in one game, you're like attempting to like rush the field goal unit out there and like kick. Will Lutz must be like stressed out of his mind, bro. Like, I can't even imagine as a kicker, like, you're just like sprinting out there. You're probably out of breath because you're like not athletic at all. And then you're, well, no, I shouldn't say that, but like, not like, you're not like sprinting constantly. And like, and you're like lining up to take a field goal and like, you just see the time just ticking down games like about to end and you shank it and then, and then 12 guys are on the field. I mean, that was probably the great, that was a great end to that game, but regardless, uh, I'll let you, let you take us to the next one. Yeah, no, I, I agree that I don't know why they like let the clock, like you got to take the incompletion there and whatever that's a story for another day, but yeah. <laughs> so whatever. Um, Seahawks Rams. I think Stafford is playing. If not, yep. we get our boy Carson Wentz. That'll <laughs> be fun. Um, so the Rams did beat the Seahawks earlier this year, and they made their defense look like really bad. And I think this will be a good game, but I do think the Seahawks have gotten a lot better from that point, and the Rams have kind of stagnated. So I feel like the Seahawks will win this. It's in LA, but there's definitely going to be more Seahawks fans than Rams fans. Like we know, like that always happens. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I, I, I do pick the Seahawks, but this is like the first game like that. I'm like really having to consider who I want to take here. What about you? The Rams are a 0 and 3 without Kyron Williams while he's been on IR. Um, And I think it's going to be 0 and 4. I, uh, I'm going to go with, Seattle Seahawks, I just think they're the better team, better offense. Um, yeah, I mean, the Rams have just kind of gone down to what we kind of expected before the season, I feel like, at this point. Obviously, they're dealing with injuries. Stafford's been out. Kyron's been out. Um, but they got to get the ball to, to – I mean, Cooper Cup's had, what, two, three bad games in a row now? Um, like, get the ball to Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, of course, and Rusty some defensive side of the ball. But uh, – I wonder how our boy's been doing. But, yeah, I'm picking the Seahawks. Let me Google these. I doubt there. I, I, I did see him get shouted out on the broadcast once. Wow. He got seven combined tackles last game for uh, three assists as well. So, the boys, uh, I mean, he's got five. five. He's been playing well. Russ has, Russ has been doing well. So, shout out Russ. He says, always, still looking for that first pick. I can't wait for when it happens. But, uh, yeah, I'll go with the Seahawks in this one. Yeah. Um. Moving on to a game that three weeks ago would have seemed like maybe the worst game of all time, but now doesn't seem as bad. Uh, Broncos Vikings, the Broncos are back, baby. Um, we I don't know if you watched any of the Manning cast or whatever, but Peyton Manning was like such a homer fan. It was unreal. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. But besides that, like their defense is now all of a sudden competent, which is good to see. And Russ isn't too bad. So they're like, they're not good on either side of the ball, but they're also not like especially bad. And Sean Payton is like a good coach still. So they're really probably like a seven, eight win team, nothing too bad. And the Vikings, it does seem like they're probably in the playoff push still Dobbs getting Jefferson back. He had a great connection with Hawkinson. You still got Addison. You have one of the best tackle duos in the league. So you can't run the ball, but in terms of the passing offense, Dobbs has everything he needs to be successful. And like, he is outperforming everyone's expectations. Like everyone kind of applauded what he did for the Cardinals and, you know, but that thing kind of ran its course and he ended up looking like more of a backup by the end of it. And most quarterbacks would on the Cardinals, but at the same time, like, 
he's looked really, really good these last few weeks with a better situation that he completely just entered. So in theory, he's only going to get more comfortable. I'm going to go with the Vikings here. The Broncos are like three-point favorites for some reason. I don't get that line at all. It is in Denver, but like that line does seem a little bit crazy to me. Um, That's but nice. I'm going with the Vikings. What about you? Yeah, I'm picking the Vikings too. I have we had a different pick this entire day. I don't think so. Oh my god, that is <laughs> bad. That is we're really going. Bad. We're going. Oh no, going Steelers, Steelers. Steelers. Browns. Steelers. Browns. Yeah. Oh my god, and then the last game. Who knows? But um, yeah, man, Astro Dobbs has been. Uh, I mean, this guy is fun to watch. He gets it done. Uh, it's an awesome story. I think it's you know he seems like a great guy. Um. And he's finally in a chance where, look, he, you know, I think the Vikings, like you said, like, I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, they got the weapons, absolutely. Um, you know, their defense has played all right. And, uh, you know, the AFC North outside of the Lions is pretty bad. So um, I think the, the the path is there for the playoffs for sure. Um, you know, the Vikings, man, give credit to the that front office. I mean, obviously it's it, a different era than it was when they traded Diggs, but they always have found a way to, you know, trade a receiver that's been really or lose a receiver that's been such a key part of their offense for many years and bring one in that, you know, is a stud young player and just make them, you know, better if not as good or good as if not better right away. I mean, they they do they had a lot of success at receiver with the, uh, you know, obviously Jettis and and uh, Addison replacing Diggs and Thielen. But regardless, um, I will pick the Vikings. Um, I feel like there was something I wanted to say about this game, and now I forgot, which is annoying. But, um, oh, yeah, I think, you know, shout out to Josh Dobbs. I think, you know, it's fun to look at and think about, but, like, this guy's probably extended his NFL career by, like, five or six years because, like, now, even if he doesn't land as a starter next year, which I think he probably will, like, one of these bad teams has got to pay him probably starter money. Um, I guess we'll see how kind of the – Raph shakes out, it, you know, he'll probably be on a team competing with like a young guy next year, would be yeah. my guess. Unless he maybe he just becomes a Vikings quarterback. Who knows how the season goes? But um, yeah, at least like, you know, before we had never really seen him play, but now that we've seen him play, and like it kind of happened with like PJ Walker, like once you see that like a backup kind of player can win you like a few games and like produce, like you're just like in the NFL for like five, six more years just because of that as a quarterback, as a backup. So it's pretty interesting. Kind of a random thought, but um, yeah, shout out Josh Dobbs and damn, we've only picked one one different game. That's that's not good at all. Yeah, no, it, it feels like it's gonna be a bad week for us. Uh just quickly on Dobbs, why the or not why, but like it looks really bad now that the Browns traded him. Like obviously they'd yeah. be really fortunate to have a guy like Dobbs in the building, but but he wouldn't uh, like, like I don't really like even like blame them necessarily. Nah. Like Obviously, they were all in on Watson being good and healthy, so it's not really their fault. But um, obviously, you wish like you had a guy. You wish you had a guy like Dobbs right now. Um, yeah. Final game of the week. This is a fun one. Um, my Eagles against the Chiefs. Obviously, a Super Bowl rematch. A great game that we saw the Eagles pull out at the very end. Sorry, <laughs> I had to make that joke. Um, <laughs> No one's watching it at this point. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. Uh. Obviously, a, a classic Super Bowl. Chiefs won. Um. This is going to be such a good game, man. I'm really excited. Like both teams coming off a bye. Both teams playing pretty well. Got the Kelsey brothers. You got Mahomes. You got Hurts with a, another week. You know Taylor Swift's the- parents are meeting each other and uh, meeting yeah. the Kelsey parents. Oh my god. What else yeah, could no, you ask for? Oh god, she's definitely gonna be there and they're gonna talk about the how she's from Phil. Oh, 100%. It's gonna be wild how much they talk about and pants. I mean, the whole her parents meeting the Kelsey's for the first time. I mean, it's gonna this this I mean, they might not even show the game. They might just talk about the Kelsey's the whole time and Taylor Swift. Like it's pretty uh who's brought I mean it's what Monday night ESPN Joe yeah. Buck. Um, which is that I feel like that's when they showed her all the time in New York, yeah. so that's not good, yeah. So. so, yeah, back to the game, like, but like you said, like, you're right, like, this is gonna be like a complete distraction. The off the field stuff literally like dominates this game, it's crazy. Like, it, yeah, like the Kelsey brothers are legit, like, 
famous now, like outside of like the NFL. Because yeah. even Jason just got named like sexiest Sexy man alive. Man. Like it's like shit is crazy, bro. All because he named himself Sexy Batman. I'm Sexy sure. Batman. It's like yeah. Um, crazy. I, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles because they're my favorite team. Yeah. Um, and I don't really see any quantifiable like huge differences between these teams overall like I still think the Chiefs are really good and I still think the Eagles are obviously really good um to the best records in the NFL that's not a hot take or anything but this is going to be a great game um I just think the Eagles pull it out move to nine and one it feels like for some reason I I was thinking about this like are the Lions the biggest threat to the Eagles for the number one seed in the NFC now um All of a sudden, it does feel like because the Niners, they play the Eagles, so they could get that tiebreaker back and make up some ground very easily. The Cowboys play the Eagles again, and the Lions have a very easy schedule. So it does feel like that one seed is kind of up for grabs or at least in, you know, in flux or whatever. Whereas in the yeah. AFC, it does. I do feel like the Chiefs <laughs> will end up getting it no matter what. Um, Although yeah. the Ravens could maybe compete for it. But besides that, um, I'm going with the Eagles. What about you? I'll save you. I'll go with the Chiefs here. I, I won't uh, give the outside <laughs> arena curse to this one. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I'm really excited for this one. I think I think Travis Kelsey is going to go nuclear, man. I really do. I think, um, yeah, I, I off a bye. The man was just in Argentina with his, you know, with Taylor, obviously, living the life, spotlight on him. I just feel like he's going to go crazy. I think Mahomes – is going to pull the ball out. I feel like we're, you know, he had that great game against Chicago, I think it was. Um, I feel like we still haven't seen him kind of hit his groove yet. I think he got the bye. He got some time to kind of incorporate some more stuff, maybe get Rasheed Rice more involved, McCole Hardman, maybe get him some more design plays. So I think the offense will be better this week. Pacheco's been pretty solid this year. I'm waiting for Jarek McKinnon to have his burst of like five games in a row with the touchdown. Um and the defense has been one of the best in the NFL at the end of the day. I mean, it's probably been better than the Philadelphia defense, I would say. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, I think it, it's going to be interesting. Um, obviously, no shit, Griffin. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for this one. I will pick the Chiefs at home in Arrowhead, too, I think is honestly like probably would have gone with the home team no matter where this game was just because both are such tough environments to play in. And um, I do think – I mean, what a what a game, Monday night both off a bye too. Like it feels like, and both teams, it feels like are, are healthy too. Like completely. I mean, are the Eagles having injuries right now? Goddard. Goddard. Too. Right. But like at the end of the day, like that's not anything that people are going to, well, you know, Dallas Goddard was from. So, yeah. uh, I mean, basically you know. they'll only say that with like the quarterback or like one or two players basically, yeah, which is exactly. fair, which is fair. Yeah, yeah. Like a big, like, like if, you know, slay or like a chris jones is out then we'd hear yeah. like you know so it's good i'm just saying like I, i'm yeah. glad no, that, know. you know we're not, we got mono v mono mono v mono right yeah that's the yeah. same um i'm just rambling right now so i'm gonna stop turn this one over and um i mean i guess that's it if you want to wrap the wrap it up then for us i guess yeah that will do it for this week yeah no, I mean, I hope everyone enjoyed. We had we had some fun conversations here. Not too many different games, not too many <laughs> games, but there will obviously be fun games like that we didn't expect to be close. Um, make sure to like and subscribe if you haven't already. If you're watching at this point and you haven't liked and subscribed, then I don't know what, what you're do you? doing. <laughs> um, that's all I got to say. <laughs> but thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week on Outside the Arena.